0: All right. Welcome back to State of the Art. I'm Dave. I'm Joseph. And this time we're going to talk about some design tools. Episode two. It's kind of crazy,
1: huh? It's about about time. (laughs) And we're talking design tools because, well, we're mad at the beta and we don't want to enrage ourselves. Right,
0: right. (laughs) So for some context, uh, Joe and I are both product designers. um, And so... uh, For companies that will not be named,
1: (laughs) well, legal legal reasons. Not not that we're ashamed. We like well, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's uh, legal issues, but you know, just just on the safe side, right? But, uh, but yeah. So, um, and as. As Joe said, that we we are upset with the betas and they're buggy, and I don't I don't want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> well, and a little bit more context. Uh, so the products that I work on is in the smart home sector. So just a little mm-hmm. context of that hardware and yeah. and and mobile software.
0: Yep, and then I'm in fintech, so um, I deal a lot with financial related things. Um, so yeah. So Joe and I are now big proponents of Figma. Um, so we've been we've been using Figma for a little while now. Uh, originally, we all we both had we both dealt with Sketch, and then we went to Adobe XD, and then now we're kind of at you know uh, oh. at, at the Figma level. Yeah. I think if you were to say level up, uh, <laughs> it's well, a Figma.
1: Yeah, we 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 were both XD, and I think we've both taken. Token taking off those ro- rose colored glasses of, of the XD, and it's like just realized it was never getting where it's where it needed to be for the tools. Yeah, it just it became right. junk.
0: Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean, uh, for me, XD was, um, it, I mean, it, I think it was off to a good start, uh, and then I just feel like priority wise, it's just not. Like, they're just not doing all that. Like, I've I've now been playing with Sketch um, and the Envision thing, and, like, I just remember now, you know, it's like, uh, the Sketch Envision workflow is just terrible. And so I commend XD for, like, combining those two things and making them a thing. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's just there's not a lot of flexibility when it comes to XD. Like there is in, in other other even even Sketch still allows me to be flexible with like component organization and all that stuff. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. XD. I mean, and it. I always expect like I thought it was going Adobe was going to do with XD what they did with InDesign and just well that's how everybody's going to do it. You know, everybody already pays for Adobe, and then it just got stagnant they just like they kept coming out with like dumb features like cool features i mean that, i shouldn't say dumb but like cool stuff right. that just never never amounted to anything and while like just not touching the fundamentals it's like when you, when you can't do component i mean that's the whole point of having a ui design tools components reusable components i mean when when figmas you know like or, or, gonna hear us gush over figma a lot um, as, as figma converts do <laughs> uh, but like you know when you're when you past component organization you're like oh here's variants here's things you could do here's animations mm-hmm. in between here's interactions in between and' you're, and XD still sitting there going like oh we just put all your co- all your components in one big giant list yeah <laughs> with no overrides.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> right well and I, I struggle with XD just for that like there's that and then kind of what you were talking about earlier where it's like they they, they sort of miss those um, those sort of must-haves and, and, and the fundamental things like for example, like you can't rearrange states like you have to delete them oh. and then redo all of that and like why wouldn't that be a thing that you would make part of that feature? like that seems like a default real state. You can't name the default state Um, and and we I struggle a lot working with development teams um, in with the component piece. Right. Because we want to do an atomic, um, you know, design sort of structure Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, everything in XD is a component. Right. And so it's like I can't organize these by the atomic structure and then share this out with the development team. It's like everything is just a component. Like the only thing I could do is I can I can uh, arrange artboards in that sort of structure. But then it's still, it still's not. It's still not. You're very, hacking uh, it together, or not. Right. I'm hacking it, and and even like sharing out those libraries with other designers on you know within the organization. Like you're still stuck to just these components and not necessarily like oh, hey these are this specific thing and then it it sort of all structures into you know an organism or or a template level uh, and so it's it just it's it's a bit of a struggle but I will say like even even with that um, I do appreciate uh, Adobe's asset panel versus uh, sketches like component panel and like the component layout stuff it's there's still like some some weirdness with sketch uh, now that I've been I've been messing with it more um, and kind of playing with the with the latest updates and I, I will say like sketch has done some nice updates to that area um, but it's still not where it needs to be so like For instance i can go into the symbols page right and i can mess with the symbols and i can change the name and i can do the structure right there Uh, but then when i go and go into like the component layout i want to do the same thing with like colors and like layer styles and i can't necessarily do that like i can i can rename them within the inspector panel while i'm working right but if i go into the component level or the component um what what i guess what do they call that like the, it's like a it's like a component view yeah right the and in, in that view right and it's but it's 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 outside of the symbols page oh. right so now it's like a separate thing so you go into this components view and you can you can go okay i want to see components i want to see layer styles i want to see color styles i want to see text styles right and so in that then it will break down the organization but you can't adjust the organization at a folder level you can only adjust the name of that mm-hmm. specific thing in there if you want to if you want to adjust how it how it uh, is organized at, at a, like an architectural level, you you have to go into an artboard where that component where that is being used, and then in the inspector panel, mm. then there's like a little drop down where you can select whatever, and and then you can you can rename it from there. Um, and so there's just there's like a lot of inconsistencies I do really like the way that they're the, the direction that Sketch is moving with their component and like the, the, um, the view of that because it's very much so out of the way and there when you need it mm. right and, and not like it gives you the opportunity to step back and go into, into that, that architecture and kind of see it at a visual level um, whereas like, um, like Figma and you know XD, it's sort of it's there, but it's not super customizable. So it's it's just a it's just a weird, like it's it's a weird way. Like Figma also does it differently and. There's a lot of things about Figma and like the the organization and being able to modify mm-hmm. that drives me nuts.
1: Oh really? Well, I mean, we'll we we'll definitely get to our grievances of Figma because I do have a few. Uh, yeah. I um, mean, <laughs> I mean, I have, I, mean, I, have fig- I have grievances with everything. We wouldn't be we wouldn't be chatting about these things if we right. didn't. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's part of the charm. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like with. I, I will say one thing with sketch that I kind of wish that figma had is like I love the, the subscribe to um, libraries like for mm-hmm. iOS it's super handy um, mm-hmm. material you know it's super handy when you're like oh I I can just let that like let Apple or Google be the moment of truth and I don't have to worry about like up physically updating my library um, I mean with that said figma Apple has not made an official iOS kit for Figma, yeah. and Google yeah. hasn't made an official kit for Figma either. So that's one where it's like kind of like. Oh come on, yeah, like. Right. It, it, I I feel like, Figma is way more mature than XD. The fact that they, Apple's done XD before Figma kind of gotten surprising to me. Um,
0: yeah, I mean it's surprising, but it's not like xd when you when you're looking at like adobe yeah. and like they you probably know, had, most of their designers use photoshop yeah. right they
1: probably have the same philosophy as i did you know going with xd was like oh well adobe's just going, they're going to throw you know like everything at at xd spin it up real quick be a full-featured thing within a couple of years and blow everybody out just because nobody's going to want to buy extra licenses because they're going to keep photoshop and illustrator and and you know their design and everything yeah but yeah i was
0: i i mean i'm i'm really disappointed in xd just because of the like i know their potential and i know where they could go and and they're just they're not doing it and it's 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 frustrating because it's like They came out of the box with all these prototyping and animation. I'm like, yes, all right, let's go. Let's do this, right? And then it was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to do these weird updates now. Yeah, I mean, how long was
1: it before they actually had, like, underline tool and the text tool?
0: Right, or uppercase. Like, it was, like, basic stuff like that that was missing. And even, like, even now, they're releasing 3D transform tools instead of component management i'm like but if you guys really want to beat figma at the game you need to you need to beat them where it hurts and that's design systems right because figma is like design system king right now um and and so it just it bothers me that it's like i don't i don't care about a 3d transform tool as much as i do i need to be able to organize my components and build out an asset panel that makes sense to my organization. Yeah,
1: and granted some of those like wild features, you know, that like definitely were awesome, you know, like the grid, you know, repeat grid tool, is like, okay, yeah, that's something I wish I had in Figma. Uh, but not over component organization.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't like the grid tool. Oh, I'll really? be honest with uh, you. Yeah, I just, I well, never got I, into it.
1: I I, I, I I should say, like, when it first came out it's really cool and but I expected it to evolve like when, yeah. when when you go oh if I click on the first you know my master you know element in it it changes everything and it's like no I want to make a grid and then I just want to fill in my own data or you know like right there, there's yeah, some I, things that's like it's like ah, it's just it's it, just off I don't know
0: Right. Well, I think it's just that you expect things to behave a certain way and they just don't. Right. Like, you know, I expect to be able to have every bit of like if I make a grid out of a component, I expect to have every bit of uh, the same features and the same behavior as a component would with multiple instances. Mm -hmm. Right. But it doesn't necessarily work that way. It's it's sort of like some weird, and and maybe it's been updated since, and I just haven't I haven't used it. In, it really in hasn't such a been updated
1: since like the first generation. Like
0: it's yeah, it it, it yeah. It, it was it's just but, a weird situation. I mean, it's helpful, but it's nothing that like. It's literally nothing that auto layout in Figma can't take care of, right? Like, yeah. I can literally do a copy and paste, and it pastes where I need it to be, and then yeah.
1: I'm good. And they are, and, and, yeah, I mean, you you make an auto layout, and you just command D, command D, command D, and... Right, right. Um, and it, <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I, which kind of makes me feel like auto layout's going to evolve into, like, some kind of cool, like, table structure thing. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: i really wish that i had like so sketch does auto layout and it's it's a weird it's a weird way they do it and i really want figma's auto layout yeah. i want it in everything that i ever do yeah. when it comes to design i because mean, <laughs> their auto layout is just fantastic
1: yeah i i think it could be a little bit more user friendly in just how or a little bit more I don't know. I, I still struggle. There's sometimes like I'll just get weird behaviors because like I've got some weird auto layout structure. Yeah. And like or I've got a component that I it's an auto layout component, but like that top layer's got the auto layout. So you you can't adjust it, it, it I've had some weird freaky freaky mm. deeky stuff with the uh but it's fantastic it's for deep. table views. Uh it's
0: yeah. It, and you know the the nice thing too is that it it's sort of familiar like if you are a developer and you work uh on like ios devices and you use swift ui like it's it's a it's kind of similar to the same sort of structure as like h stacks and v um and so it kind of it it's it's nice to me because it's like when I if I try to translate that over from figma to Xcode and I'm kind of you know messing around with Swift UI stuff it just it translates easier because I kind of understand the structure a little bit because of the you know the yeah. H and the V stacks well and,
1: you, you're do you also do a lot of uh, web layout stuff yeah yeah and yeah it's but no, it's I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty slick in the iOS world, uh, and, and I mean because you know I do a lot of card view stuff, so it's kind of nice to like right. build a card component and go like pop pop bop, bop, and make a right. grid of them and yeah um, yeah no I, I table view is def- or, uh, auto layout is definitely like the yeah
0: and I think the controls in in Figma are easier to use like so <sighs> See, Sketch yeah, you I, can you can do so like sketch if you have a group and you have you know the, the there's multiple items in a group and then you can kind of adjust the the distance between them mm-hmm. all right and, but you can only do that at the group level on on in sketch and, and i like the fact that you can do that on the inspector panel in um in figma and so like it's 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 more precise like you can get better precision by being able to enter in a number versus like a drag because it always like you you always end up like missing <laughs> the number you want to be at right and so um so yeah that there's uh there's definitely some stuff but you know to be honest with you now that i've been playing with sketch i'd rather use sketch than, than uh, XD and I guess that depends like if I'm doing some hardcore prototyping stuff then I might want to use XD just because I feel like they're they're better yeah. um, but design wise like I really missed sketches like hardcore design tools like it's not just a layout app it's like a design tool um, which I think drives me to to figma right yeah. because it's like the best of both worlds
1: yeah I I mean I One thing that like that kind of I miss having and I guess I make it do it with pages in Figma, but having like like that symbols page in Sketch was always kinda nice. I hate that page. Really?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I would rather like I think it's it's just it's weird because and it's it's even weirder now that there's like a components view. Like I really just wanna be able to Um, have just the components view and then when I look at components I can either like double click and then I can go into an editor
1: Um,
0: but I think also like I also don't necessarily need that master component that main component uh, all the time right and so I don't necessarily need and I think that's what I like about Figma is like I can create a main component and then I can I can just delete it, and then I can pull it in as an instance. And I don't necessarily have to have, like, a uh, main component well, page, right? Like, it's just part of the, the well, design system. It's, it's I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I. but I, I've also got, like, let's see, I've got the brand DS file, design system file, uh, for unfamiliar with acronyms, DS uh brand ds and then i've got an ios one an android one and a uh web view one oh and a hardware one uh, so i've got like f- several files to like manage in one thing wow
0: so you don't you don't put the the different the different os's in is variants No. Right? so you might no, no, you no. might no
1: no 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 oh Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Keep it clean. (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I feel like you'd still keep it clean. Like, Uh, but you, you guys do your developers use Xcode for iOS and Android studio. Okay. Yeah. We use separate So there is some separation there. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I, so where I'm at, we use Xamarin and so, um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of forced to combine as much as possible and so like um so like title uh title components are basically they're the same Mm. between both ios and android and so i don't like the only thing that changes is the status bar Mm. uh so that okay i guess that makes sense i don't know i'd still look at like how I could make that easier on myself. Oh, it. As uh, this far is maintenance,
1: this was better. actually after like a lot of like figuring out how to make it easier because for one, it's like if if our if iOS updates like fifteen, that's one file to manage of like updating components. Um, and there's so much different. Like there's having the variances. I try to keep. For one, like having. There's a lot of things that I have, like a crazy amount of variance for, just for the auto animation stuff. And the, the, the that's more on the hardware things. But um, the keeping iOS and Android separate is good for me in the sense of, like, I, I can pare it down to, like, I'm working at iOS, so I'm just using the iOS components. I don't have to worry about accidentally grabbing. or flipping a a toggle and getting an Android button and devs coming back. It's like, why is this an Android button? It's like, you know, you're working in iOS make it an iOS button. Just why are you asking me these dumb questions?
0: Um, (laughs) And I think that would be like, if I think something that would make that easier is that global, like that global sort of, uh, toggle where you yeah. can you can create sort of like okay iOS Android light uh, dark right and then in
1: oh we need to a, fill the listeners in on that that's that was an offline conversation that
0: yeah yeah global... we had a, we had a, yeah we had a conversation the other day where we were talking about it, the, it would be nice in figma if we had like there's variance at the component level and then and then variance at the design system level which would allow you to like create themes so like if you wanted to do dark and light you can literally just switch dark and light on at the design system level and then all the components Mm -hmm. so if you're working on dark mode only and you don't want to be bothered by any of the light mode components um, you could just switch that on and then now all the components are dark mode by default when you pull them in and so like the, the OS like iOS, Android, web, macOS, yeah. you know, iPad OS, like all of that could be uh, could be defined at like a, a, a design system or a file level, yeah. um, uh, variant and and would would make that a lot easier. Then you wouldn't necessarily need to have.
1: Well, and you can all of those, especially if you you have themes and stuff like that. You design yeah. it once, and then mm-hmm. you flip the switch, and now you have like dark mode. You flip the yeah. switch, or so it would be like
0: a hierarchy of of, of variants, yeah, and, right,
1: and or just like I mean, we, we talked about the there's a uh, plugin that kind of does it. Uh, what was it, variant switcher? That yeah. I couldn't get it to work, but I think that's I
0: haven't even, I haven't even with it. Well, yeah. I've, been, I've been trying to re-familiarize myself with uh, with Sketch.
1: Yeah, um, I so. mean, but I've also, like, uh, my, it might just be my own, you know, just not doing something right. Because, uh, yeah, plugins are, are always kind of a hack on to trying to get the system oh, to do something.
0: Dude, plug it, like, I forgot how... How much of a hack Sketch plugins were? Mm-hmm. Uh, so for context, I'm leaving where I'm at. And I'm going to another place, and so where I where I'm at now uses uh, Adobe XD, and then where I'm going uses Sketch. So I've been re- refamiliarizing myself with how Sketch works and like that in Sketch and Vision workflow. Uh, and man, like I I have Figma's to hand it to XD and Figma. The the yeah the plugins are. So much better, and they're maintained. And there's just like it's there's a legitimacy to XD and plugin or, or XD and Figma plugins that Sketch just doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And like, I was looking for like a color scale generator, and like, I couldn't find anything that worked. Now, granted, I am on Mac OS beta, I'm on Monterey, so that could have had something to do with it. But, but that's the thing is like. It shouldn't, yeah. right? Like that shouldn't be a problem. I think that's the thing that I love most about Figma is like because it's web based, all of that stuff runs Pretty like smoothies. separate from anything else, right? Whereas like XD and uh, Sketch sort of, and Sketch in particular, <laughs> it's it runs on the OS, right? And so you know even even Adobe XD are are better because they run. In like a web-like environment like you can build a plug-in in XD in JavaScript right and so it's uh, it, it's there I, I really want to see sketch like bolster that that world but you know they've had so long like they they were the first to come out with plugins and it's still the same the same situation mm-hmm. um, and so like I had to go do the old school method of of you know creating a color and then doing an HSL value <laughs> and then just adjusting the L value, you know, the lightness, uh, you know, by 10. And then that was my color scale. Instead of, like, having, you know, there's one in XD that will just generate it. And there's I think it's the same one in Figma that will just generate a scale for you. And yeah. you don't have to go in there and do that. Yeah, I can't uh,
1: remember which one in Figma. There's a really nice one that, like, generates the color and then, like, gives you the, the whole, like, accessibility versions of them and all that jazz mm-hmm. you know you're like okay i'm done and move on <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and like yeah even even like the the stark plug-in i couldn't get to work on sketch really? and so that's why like i think i think it's a monterey thing maybe um that just sketch isn't working right in monterey and so some of the plugins aren't working correctly right. uh, but yeah i couldn't get stark to work um uh, whereas other, and I think that's, that's what I, I love about Figma is that it's just, it's separate and like, I can open up if I need to do basic editing to a component, I can pull up my iPad and use mm-hmm. figurative and I can, I can make that tiny adjustment. I wouldn't recommend using an iPad to do like full on Figma design and layout, but.
1: Well, unless um, you have a mouse and keyboard.
0: Well, and even, well, even then it's still a little bit bit rough oh, really? um yeah it's it's not like with the mouse so I have the magic pad which makes it a lot a lot better um than than trying to use like a pencil in your fingers but even then I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it as like a like a, a replacement to mm. you know a mac but you can like and that's the beauty of it is it's like if I was on vacation and a developer mm. was like hey dude I, I can't get to this specific thing or I don't understand it And I need to make an edit to the component because it's like it's on me that you know I screwed up the design of that component and it's not right, right? Like I can go into Figma on my iPad, make that quick edit, and then get back to doing whatever I was doing, right? And so um, that's that's the beauty, I think, of of really like the Figmaverse, the Figmaverse, if that if that's a thing. But uh,
1: no, I yeah, I I haven't really played with. Figma on an iPad at all?
0: It's not. It's not the same. Like, it's, Figurative is is really. I mean, it's really good. Like, I will give the the developer who built that.
1: What? How does it pull up in mobile Safari though? What? Figma.
0: So it Figma doesn't. So it doesn't use Mobile Safari. Figurative is it's is a wrapper. So no, no, like, I know.
1: I I was just okay. saying like since for, oh how does it pull up? Yeah,
0: yeah it doesn't. It doesn't really. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's it's not really that great. I, it, I think it would be nice if Figma would come out with like um, a a legitimate
1: yeah.
0: iPad design tool. Like even if they did something like Miro where they. Updated the web app to take advantage of the, hardware. the Yeah, the the iPad OS and 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 be able to sort of um, Adjust that right so like Miro I can download the Miro app it It basically pulls in the web view in some instances in some in some way right and so but it adjusts uh, how you can use the app uh, based on the tablet, and even if I use Mobile Safari, Miro, and Mobile Safari on the iPad, it will adjust itself and go, "Oh, you're on an iPad." So we know that you know we're going to change this to where fingers are, you know, the main, uh, you know, the main source of, of of usage, right? Versus a trackpad or you know a mouse or or whatever. And so I do wish that Figma would do something like that for the iPad, even if it's not like they're not going to release an iPad app, but like allow me allow it to know that I'm on the iPad and adjust the the abilities accordingly. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. Um, Speaking of like iPad app, that you know, into the grievances of Figma, um,
0: (laughs) I there's not a lot, but there are some. Oh yeah, Yeah. there's (laughs)
1: definitely some that like really irk me, like. I have talked to like the customer service thing, it's like, oh man, you know, an iPad app would be really great. Uh or like I'm running, you know, an M one Mac and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's like, hey, when when's a you know silicon version of the uh-huh. Figma app coming out? like, oh no, we're not working on that because it runs great. I'm like, well, cool, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like that's a But it could arrogant. run it could run better yeah, like, if it was on an, if it supported M one. Yeah, like, but I mean, you have to th- you have to think though like they're they're not they're not beholden to the M1. Like they have their native client, but their native client pulls in the web view and so it's not like they they require M1 compatibility right now, mm-hmm. right? Like they they've it's already quick, it's already good and they don't yeah. To their defense, like I kinda get that. Yeah, no, like I, they don't I, necessarily need to do that.
1: But it's an ignorant answer. I'm, I'm sorry. It am sorry. Yeah, it's kind of a It's issue. rude. I mean, yeah, it's it's
0: it's a bit ignorant in, in just the fact of like, yeah, but it could be better. Like like, like,
1: like if, if just just give me the BS answer of like, oh yeah, we're looking into it or Yeah. Yeah, like well we have got sure, some other priorities. But that's on our yeah, it's
0: on our radar or something. Yeah.
1: Also Pretty sure it's just a flip in your compi- X D compiler. I don't think it's a really hard. I mean, yeah, you have to vet it out, make sure things aren't broken, yeah.
0: but I don't imagine
1: things will be that broken. But I, could I be wonder, wrong.
0: and I, I I wonder if it's like a, I'm trying to think of what Figma wraps
1: I don't their think web
0: you... app in. Oh. I think it's like Nucleo, yeah. is it or whatever that is the nucleus. Yeah. Um uh, uh, yeah, it's just uh, a web app wrapper. wrapper. Yeah, it's just a web wrapper. So I I don't know. It it may not. There may be some aspect of that that's yeah. not even that's not that's beyond they're, them, right? Yeah, like they're if their their the their web wrapper may not even may True. need to be updated to support M1, and so they're just not because of that. They're just not worried about it, yeah. and it, they're correct. Like it 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 does work, yeah, and no, it's it, not. And There's it was, nothing wrong, yeah, right? It just with it. does, but, but
1: no, okay. So don't let me let me just move on to another grievance. Okay, it's a valid grievance, but I get it. Yeah, I, think I, I get that. I think response. it was I think it was more just like how he respond. It's like yeah, okay, it's cool That is fast, but that wasn't the point, right? <laughs> uh, I'm a native apps person. I don't really like web apps, but that's that's a yes. whole another conversation.
0: <laughs> no, I'm I'm right there with you. Like I if if I. If I could have a native app of well, Figma, absolutely yeah. would uh, choose that over a web app.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think a native yeah. app built in Catalyst so it ran on the iPad would be kind of slick, but that's a different... That
0: would be... Right. Yeah. Hey, Figma, if you're out there and you're listening, why not? Yeah. Um, maybe Catalyst app. Uh, maybe.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a grievance in and some of their UI choices for being a UI building app. It's kind of like, really? Did you test this out?
0: <laughs> like what? What would you get?
1: Well, like some of their stuff is just like going back to the auto layout. Like there's some stuff about it that's just like just non intuitive going like, okay, how is this going to react whenever I do something? Mm-hmm. Like I've, you know, like yeah. the, the fixed like width, like once, it's it's really big like whenever you have like your, your layers of auto layout where you're like, Okay, this one is fighting another layer of auto layout. I don't know how it's going to respond and I don't know where to fix it. Yeah. So I think there could be some more intuitive ways of like describing what what each layer of auto layout's doing or give me maybe like a little bit more verbose panel of going like a layer of auto layouts. Yeah, you know, going like
0: Yeah. Prop- I get that. Where it's it's like you have to dig down into it to yeah. figure out what's doing what. Yeah, and what's to breaking? Able to have yeah. right into like to to be able to see like if you click on a component in itself and it has multiple instances of auto layout. Being able to see what that structure is down the line. Yeah. So like I don't know. Have you ever used um uh, what is that web uh webflow? Is that what that is? Webflow, they kind of do something similar where you can kind of see, but see, Webflow is all built, it's basically, you're building HTML, right, and so it's, but it's a WYSIWYG of, it's like a no-code solution of building HTML and CSS, which, I'm going to be honest, like, I, some people I know love Webflow, and I can't ever get it, like, it's easier for me just to code my own stuff, Mm -hmm. like, than to, than to really, um, Mm-hmm. Uh than to mess with a no code solution in that instance. Now, if I'm building a mobile app, I don't know the the slightest thing about building a like Java and and you know, I know a little bit of Swift UI, but yeah, I, I mean I just I can't do that. But anyways, yeah. yes. So <laughs> Webflow does the organization, and so I would like to see something like that with components where it's like I I see the tree. And how mm-hmm. that component is being built out in Auto Layout, uh, so that I can remove Auto Layout on some instances that are causing problems. Yeah, right? like
1: yeah, or just get a better understanding. And it, it could be just me just needing to like. I mean, Auto Layout is technically still in beta, isn't it? I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't think
0: so. I think maybe, that's maybe. Maybe no. I think. It's, uh, it, the thing that's in beta still is the, Very, um, uh, animation uh, the interactions. yeah, the interactive components. Okay. So doing the, yeah. the,
1: but yeah, I the yeah, micro interactions. that's, that's something that i kind of wish there was a little bit more, like a little bit more like friendliness done to the properties yeah. panel. I,
0: I can agree with that and I could sympathize with that just because, because I just because, because, yeah. uh, all the wonderful things he does. Yeah. And <laughs> um, the, uh, the design system stuff, like when you go and you edit, so like you, you create a whole like color palette. Right. And then like, let's say like down the road, you want to edit a specific color and change like a shade of whatever. Right. Or maybe the primary color changes completely. Um, there's, there's like some UI issues there where it's like I got to go into settings and then I got to go somewhere else and then I got to go do something somewhere else to to change that color and it's uh, I, I really wish that that and I think they released like an update to make that a little bit simpler but it's still, I still wish that I could just click on the, co- like when I click outside of the artboards and I'm presented with my my color variables and my typography Mm -hmm. and things like that. Like I want to be able to just click on the color, pulls up the color picker and change that. Right. Much like I do in sketch Uh, sketch, like editing those, those things on the fly are, well, they're better, but sketch has its own issues. Right. So like, if I change the color, I want to be able to change the color variable, uh, in sketch, in the color picker and I can't do that. Like I have to find the color and then and then I have to copy that color and then I have to go in the component view, go to the, the color and then adjust it there. And it's kind of the same thing it with Figma where like I have to go to the color, I have to click settings and then in there I then have to go find that specific color uh, and then, or yeah, I have to click like edit in there and then it takes me to the and then the inspector panel gets replaced and there's just it's like extra steps that don't necessarily need to be there yeah um, when when editing those kinds of with the the, the branding type yeah. of uh, atoms yeah.
1: so. uh, speaking of that, like color picker stuff there's there a feature that I was kind of worried the other day because I was I was pulling in some design stuff from from a uh, iOS fifteen design system. yeah, kind of like trying to swap stuff back i would really love if in the this this community file was kind of janked up because they had all their colors and all the codes and you know all the design tokens for ios but then they were using hex values in all their components i really would love if it goes like oh this hex code and this this design token are the same do you want to say do you want to move the design token to the Color and just be done with it, right? Yeah, like yeah. I don't want, yeah, like, uh, but that's that's a different yeah. thing. I, I can go into that. No, another airing of grievance. Figma's billing pisses me the right off.
0: What's wrong with the billing? I okay, so so we've
1: got we've got two designers, me me and and another product has another designer, and we're on on Figma. We're both billed yearly, yeah. right? Well, we got in some contractors that were going to just oh, they got yeah. built as well even though <laughs> yeah. they're paying for their own stuff. So you're paid per it it's it's a little it schemy. It's a well, little because it's like it, double dipping. If, it's like no, you're paying for the license of the software. Don't charge me per file that you're using. Yeah. Uh well or the team thing that is, you're on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so... It, or they, be
1: more explicit about it.
0: But that billing isn't different than a lot of other... Like, Miro does the same thing, and, you know, even... Uh, the Ske- Adobe, Sketch goes, you
1: you pay 100 bucks a year, you pay 100 bucks a year, you edit whatever files right. you want, whatever teams you're right.
0: on. Right, but you... But in order to add somebody to your team, like if I added you to my Sketch team, you would then need to pay $100 a year to be you would be charged to pay, to be on my team $100 a year. And that's the same thing that Figma does. Like when I shared the Figma file with you, it it started to charge me.
1: Yeah, just both
0: for your But they're not your, ex- Okay,
1: maybe it's just they're But not. it's
0: another editor on the team. So I mean they're going to charge you
1: But I'm paying you
0: know, for $12 Figma. per editor
1: yeah i'm paying for figma i'm paying to use your software all oh runs. i
0: get i get what you're saying that it shouldn't be because you're already a paid, a paid yeah, I'm user f- you shouldn't you should be able to to go back and forth between any team yeah, I, that you I'm, want to yeah. because you're already paying yeah it. I I'm, got ed- the same. I'm
1: editing file, you know like
0: yeah that is bullshit
1: yeah it,
0: and, and, <laughs> i agree i agree at least
1: be clear about it like they were re- right it's real sketchy it's like it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, Real sketchy.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh,
1: if sketches do the same thing, it, punny. I,
0: well, I don't know, like,
1: no, I don't uh, think uh, it is because I've worked on other sketch teams and, and it was just, it could be possible that works. if
0: you're paying for it already, your license should work yeah. fine. And you, they don't charge me an extra 10 bucks a month for your, for yeah. your involvement in well, my workspace. Well, but they could. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever done that. But I know that if I were to add somebody who didn't have that, and just add another editor, I'm pretty sure they would charge me the ten bucks a month. Yeah,
1: I, I do for the know. I do know. We, we we had a director write a strongly worded <laughs> letter to oh. letter to yeah, basically just going like that's, that's, you can't just. I wonder. You can't wonder just start charging that, somebody.
0: I wonder if that is different the way that they do billing and in the organization level? Nope. And not the teams. Nope. Are you we, guys on organization?
1: Yeah, we we were told it didn't matter. It that's just it's per oh, team. it's a per team ooh.
0: thing.
1: Yeah. Ooh,
0: that's going to suck. Like so my current place, I'm working on moving us over to to Figma uh before I I go. Uh but uh they're doing we're doing like an evaluation period with them, but uh that that'll be interesting for purchasing. No, <laughs> We're t- going to do when that when we go into like the full on organization yeah. level, you know, uh, well,
1: enterprise uh, might be slightly different because you just get so many seats. uh But yeah, so that's uh, but you so they but it would be a contract. Yeah, they're would be eating up a seat, even if that contracting right. company has their own licenses.
0: Right, and so like that's that would be that'll be interesting because they're going to be moving towards the org. So their their organization level mm-hmm. is essentially their enterprise. So you can do like SSO and 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 organization level design systems and things like that. Um, so I'm I'm wondering how that that translates, um, and that'll be interesting when if they go and decide to actually move forward with Figma, um, uh, and 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 start the the, the organizational plan, because. <clears throat> Uh, there, there's some other stuff which I don't necessarily want to get into on the podcast. But you know, <laughs> talking with with their sales team, uh, there's some other stuff that's a little bit like it. it just feels in order skeezy. for them, yeah, and, and there, there's like a there's a in order for them to. Help you with so, like, in an organization when you try and do like the SSO and all that stuff, like, your cybersecurity and your IT team and, and purchasing all need to kind of have specific information in order to uh, approve the software, yeah. right? So, like, cybersecurity needs to look to see especially how they're, financial, they're, yeah, you're, you're especially in finance, right? And yeah. so, like, they have to check to see what servers are being run through and how does cloud work and you know, how does Um, you know Mm -hmm. how many people are going to be on this what kind of data is getting passed around right and then purchasing has to understand okay well how do you guys charge is it seat is it license is it you know yearly can you guys do you know the billing uh, uh, you know annualized billing and so there's a lot that has to go through that and in order for Figma to um, uh, to help with that and supply their resources which I'm not knocking Figma. I I get it. But in order to get them to help you, you have to, you have to, um, commit to a certain amount of money. And I'm not, I don't want to get into like the levels and all that stuff and the numbers. And you know, that I'm not, I'm not knocking. No, it makes sense. I mean, they're because right. You you don't want to
1: technically.
0: Yeah. You don't want to put out your resources to, um, you know, to only, only to not get paid for it. Right. So, Um, or, or, or not have some sort of commitment from a company going, Hey, yeah, we're going to have this many licenses and that will pay for them bringing on their resources and doing sort of like a white glove type of, of, of handoff. Um, I mean, we did the same thing with Adobe experience manager and Adobe, right. Um, but, uh, the, (laughs) it was just weird because, you know, we're not a, we're not a huge team and they wanted a lot like even at the lower scale and it was like we're still enterprise like we're still considered enterprise but we're never gonna meet that lower level and so like what do we do now so then basically you guys aren't willing you guys aren't gonna help us at any at any thing because we're just we're not gonna be able to meet that expectation we're not financially viable for you right we're, we're just not gonna have that many licenses to like to start off with, to to match that that expectation, which is we, so, which is wild it's, it's just because
1: weird. it's like that kind of treatment makes me go, oh, we're oh, I'm more hesitant to add more licenses if you're not gonna, you know, like you're not gonna get us yeah. to a. You know, we need these yeah. the, this well, help to get to those levels.
0: Yeah. And Figma's response is like, well, that's fine because we give you the opportunity to go and you can, I mean, you can sign up by yourself. You don't necessarily need us to, to do this, uh, which, I mean, makes sense, right? Like it, they could just send me some paperwork that says, yeah, we run everything through, you know, blah, blah, blah server. And here's what we do. And here's our security. And, mm-hmm. you know, here's how we run billing. And here's how we do this stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. We're, we're not going to help you on board, uh, but we will supply the necessary materials for you to make your ha- decision. Yeah, we're not going to
1: hide it from you. Yeah,
0: Right. And you can go sign up for that yourself, um, which is understandable. But it's still like I would like to see some, mm. you know, some improvements in that area, um, uh, you know, to, to help cater to some of those places that are enterprise but still small. Mm-hmm. right like like there's startups that could you know the, there's like a there's like an in between right where it's like you have these giant companies like Apple or Google that are that you know comprise of hundreds of designers that are going to give every bit of that white glove experience right and then you have some that are smaller where it's like well, you, okay I have like a like a team of like 15 20 designers mm-hmm. you know even up to like 30 designers I'm not necessarily going to match what you're asking for um and, and and have maybe a, a a another tier beyond that to where it's like um but I guess I guess that is their tier right is that you can go sign up for yourself we'll give you some paperwork and you can go do whatever it is that you want so I mean I I guess but there's still like I don't know it's weird it's it's kind of weird
1: yeah I I, I th- yeah it it it's just a frustrating thing cuz well, for one, I vouched for Figma, so it was like coming back to me. It's right. like, hey, they're just like <laughs> charging yeah. us and extra. I, and I mean, it was a little bit. They they weren't like the amount. They're just like, hey, we paid for these, know, li- yeah, and we got these contractors because the contractors like, oh, we have our own Figma license, blah blah blah. blah. Like, yeah.
0: So it like, I wonder. Yeah, that's weird because you you would think that like just adding them to the team under the same username, as they can
1: edit, they can anybody can view for free. Right. And do fig jam for free. But as soon as wonder, they, as soon as you click, click or it's set up by default, edit, mm-hmm. edit role. It's boom. It's a fifteen dollar charge.
0: You could. Yeah. This, this seems weird. Like oh,
1: it is, and yeah, it's it's really annoying because it's very easily easy to accidentally add somebody as an editor. And then as soon as they view a file, they don't even right. have to touch anything.
0: They yep. open up a file. What was- it was the same way with you when I was sharing that, yeah. that, uh, yeah, that
1: design file.
0: And yeah, that design file. And, and then it was like, Oh yeah, you have another person on this, on this file. And I'm like, no. So then I removed you and I was like, I'm not paying for yeah, that. It's like, that's ridiculous. He's already paying
1: for himself. Well, right.
0: Like that's, what, that's what was confusing to me was like, yeah. but he's already got like, and I thought maybe I was like, well, maybe he doesn't have a paid plan. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah.
1: Yeah, no. I, um, I, 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 but I
0: didn't send it to your work email. I sent it to your personal email,
1: which is the one I use for network.
0: Oh, which is the one you which, use for network. Oh, beep so, that out. <laughs> no,
1: they, I was just saying that that no, the email nobody knows. I, I literally <laughs> did that just because like uh, Google login. <laughs> oh well, now
0: you're you're just digging yourself a hole, bro. <laughs> like. Uh, no, no, um, no. no. I, I, yeah, was, no, no, no. Emails will be harmed in the making of this video. Um, uh, video? It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's it's Snow audio. audio.
1: Bleep that out. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I maybe maybe they will down the line sort of be able to connect the two. Um, but I think it's also like okay, well, just because this person is paying for their team. And then they're joining another team, and so they're gonna need to pay for that team. And so, I I get I that mentality, but at the same time, it's like, but does it matter what team I'm on? Well, I guess it does. If you're if you're on multiple teams, so technically you are you would have been on multiple teams. You would have been on on your team, your team, and then you would have been on my team, and so you would have been paying. If it's if it's twelve dollars a month. Or whatever, whatever the amount is. I think yeah. it's like 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 150 yeah, something a year or something. Yeah, something like that. If it's this much a month on on a per team, then that would make sense, right? Where you would be charged this much to be on this team and this much to be on this team. And I guess to Figma, it's like okay, well, the teams piece are usually for like small startups, and so you you might be on. You're going to be on one team, and if you're if you're not, you're at an organization level, and then you're on. That's that's a whole different ball game, right? But if and so your team still, is
1: not in your organization, boom, you get charged extra.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's and it's, I guess they they expect you to where it's like you're you're not necessarily going to be on multiple teams, and they, maybe. Maybe that's something that they need to look at. Is like contractors might be on multiple Figma teams. Well, and that's should that's not what those
1: that are suggestion to Figma was. Right. You really need a contractor pricing level. Yeah, like oh, it's a little bit more than than that. You know, like fifteen or whatever dollar thing. Like maybe twenty five, right. but you're now able to be on five teams or some you know some arbitrary number, yeah. and, and not charge that extra team. Because yeah. for a lot of these contractors, you know, like in consulting companies, they're already charging. They're they're getting their $15 a month of Figma cost out of the co- people they're contracting for. Right. So now you're charging, double charging that. You're going to piss off the companies that yeah. hire these contractors.
0: Yeah, I, I could see like maybe like charging like 25 bucks a month. For you know yeah. having up to three teams, and then it's yeah. like an extra you know ten five, bucks a month yeah. per team, or yeah, five or ten. Yeah, bucks a even month per if
1: team. even if it was like oh you have a license, but to join another team, it's going to be five bucks a month, or yeah, yeah, like. But yeah. I don't know. It was weird, and that, and also like figuring out like, do you charge the? They also need to figure out for the contractor side. It's like either charging the contractor that's on that team that they're working on, so they can bill properly. Because the, the company that hired a contractor is going to get. Why am I getting this extra charge? Right. Um, right. We're paying them already. Why yeah. are we paying? Yeah. So, they need to be handling this, not us. So that was really frustrating. That now, so it doesn't. Yeah. The billing, the billing page really needs a lot of work because they, it's not explicit of like how, how many people are getting charged. Yeah. And, yeah. But.
0: Well, and I, yeah, I think um i think even and sketch may be doing it the best where it's like we're just gonna charge you a flat 10 bucks a month or 99 dollars a year uh and you're gonna have access to anything and everything like teams they basically took teams and individual and just molded it together and was like okay well you're just gonna pay you're just gonna pay 100 bucks a year and and that will get you access to workspaces and do this and that um i'm interested though uh i should add you to my workspace and see um if it charges you or charges me extra for that and try that out because that may be that may be interesting to see how that works I, i mean adobe uses seats which is is weird um but it's it does solve a lot of those problems, right? Yeah. Because if you get a seat with Adobe, you're in Adobe's ecosystem and- It's done. No matter what you do, you're done, right? Yeah. Like you you're get on more... a seat with an organization or, yeah. or on a team and you can be anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, if I think about it, like in order, I could be on this specific team uh, and I pay this much and they pay this much a month and then I have another team. Uh, of uh, that I sit on with Adobe, and I'm going to be paying. They're going to be paying extra there, right? So I'd never end up actually, like, just because I have a, a team account with another organization, doesn't mean that I can go join another organization's team account and not pay. No, you, you, you that you, team
1: with Adobe, you can. Mm, I don't think so. Well, technically, it. Adobe XD as as a program by itself is free. So they don't Well,
0: yeah, to an extent though. Mm-hmm. Like in order to get past like what one prototype then you have to pay. Yeah.
1: But no, makes- you can you can be on as I've worked on other other projects to XD and it was not charged. At least I uh, Yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah. Well,
0: XD, yeah. I mean
1: but Adobe also is like, yeah, we got you everywhere else. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like Adobe's like, well,
0: yeah. I mean, you're you also have access to the entire Creative Suite, so you know, yeah. it's it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else you want to chat about? Because.
1: Yeah, I think I think this is a good good amount of grievance. Er, do, about you, of do, do, you, do you have any grievance? Er, we er, spent
0: er, an hour on. Figma. figma should stop charging us money <laughs> yeah, um, yeah yeah no, uh, i'm trying to think but that was the one reason why i, I switched to figma was because figma was free like you can do a free version of figma yeah. and not be
1: and, and you not can do a be lot for free
0: held you can do a lot and i think that's one thing that i'd like to give figma some praise for is just the fact that like yes, is their billing a little bit weird when you get into teams and organization? Yes, but from from like somebody trying to to get into the UX world and um, you know trying to move into design, Figma is a very compelling option to get your feet wet because you can download it for free and you can use the software as a design tool. Um, you you can't do all of the design system stuff, but it. If you're getting into design systems and that at that sort of level, then you probably – it makes sense to pay for it. Like, I pay for it now. I don't necessarily freelance or anything like that, but I pay for it because I like the design system stuff mm-hmm. and I like to, to mess around with it, and that's what I do for a living. So, um, you know, yeah. the – but, but they make it a compelling option,
1: mm-hmm. right? Well, then you get all the
0: community files and all that stuff. So Right, get the plugins, which is – can I, can I just do one last grievance? Oh, no. Okay.
1: You, you can do all the grievances you want. There all the grievances. I've, I've, I did like 12, so.
0: Community is straight jacked. I don't like it. Really? I don't like the, the UI of it. I don't like how it works, and I Good. want it to change.
1: I don't like so how he, hidden searches. but.
0: I don't like how hidden searches. so their updates to the UI for community was, I didn't like it. Um, I don't like, Here's here's what I don't like so we talked about earlier that you can like subscribe to, and I don't know how you're doing that because if like material design, and I guess this kind of goes into that, even at like, like the, the, the Microsoft's fluent design stuff, I have yet to find the ability to actually subscribe to a UI kit. It's oh, always that, duplicate and then create a design system that, yourself. That's,
1: that's what I'm talking about. Figma needs that. Like that's the one Figment, thing. Like, yeah. Like sketch and is that, beautiful on. Mm-hmm. XD has some capabilities in that, right? Like, I I love like just, cool, app. But yeah. app, app and but that's Apple what Framer does. Have yet to make an official.
0: Yeah. Framer kills it at that. Like yeah. that's where Framer excels. Oh, yeah, we haven't is that talked can, anything about Framer. We haven't talked about. Fr- well, nobody uses Framer. Right. I mean, let's be honest. Like Framer's, Framer's actually cool a tool. better Figma, but Framer is a cool it's tool. I think it's expensive. I think the learning curve is a little bit is a little bit hard, um, and it's. Uh, but they do some things that are right, like they do um, their their uh, library, and they, I don't know if they do plugins, but I know that they do libraries, and the way that they do those are legit. Like you can subscribe to it, and it will automatic, and it's up to the the owner to make updates and change that. And I really wish. Like I wish that there was some sort of synchronous way that Figma worked yeah. to do the same thing. Yeah. Right. Where it's like if I have like there's a there's a UI kit that this guy does, um, that's a, a, a iOS variant. Um, it's it's iOS UI kit built in variants, mm-hmm. right? It's not from Apple, but it's from this specific guy, and he's really good and he does a really good I think his name's Joey. Oh, mm,
1: I think I yeah, tried that's the one I'm looking
0: yeah, the uh, let the me see I'm if thinking. I can pull up Figma cuz I want to give him a shout out. I don't, I don't know if he listens or not. Yeah, but well, I, well somebody duplicated not, his but...
1: iOS 15 I, I know what you're talking about. Duplicated iOS 15 thing. and It's trying to like take credit for it. And people are like calling him out on it like, "No, this is so yeah. Uh but yeah, yeah. But but they need to especially when when working with, you know, like iOS and Android apps and... and. Our our organization is very adamant of, like, moving towards stock iOS and stock Android. Mm -hmm. Uh, And not necessarily our own role of Android or, you know, iOS. Um, We would love to, like, it would just be amazing to just be like, oh, iOS just didn't update all my all of my designs and everything just update with it. I go through double check, make sure things don't break. Right. Um, uh, Ooh, there's a new iOS update. Boom. Right. Like it. Right. I don't,
0: I don't want to have to be responsible for bringing in those updates when I, when I could just very well subscribe to that Especially... specific design system or UI kit. And then it just updates. It's Joey banks is, uh, that, okay. is the name nice. of the guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he does a fantastic job with iOS Kit and does all the variant stuff, and so I would like if it was just like he and and every time that he updates it, like I follow him on Twitter, and every time he updates it, that means I gotta go in and I gotta duplicate his new update, and then I gotta redo. Like it's just it's not it's not um,
1: yeah. So it's it's now, just not ideal. Is there have you, have you found a nice way of swapping out design systems, like? Mm-hmm. So you just basically have to go through every component and relink it.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's it's a uh, well, and I mean
0: it may maybe maybe it's coming. Uh maybe it's done better. But yeah, I think you have to reduplicate it and then um yeah, and then you now have that new update and then you have to go back through and I'd really like to be able to have it set up to where it's like it's like uh, uh, using an organization's design system, right? Where it's like, when you get an update, it just says, wow. so like, hey, this uh, this update for this specific design system uh, has been pushed by the author, do you wanna update? And yeah. then you just update it, and then the oh, everything, right. And then they could even pull in, like, they could really do a lot with that because they could pull in the branching and the, yeah, the versioning and all that stuff into a UI kit Mm -hmm. um, that would be and they could say hey this is a specific file and so like when you pull when you put up Mm -hmm. um, you know something like you know what Joey does here with the with the iOS 14 UI kit for Figma uh, like he could he could just say this is a UI kit right and then in Figma uh, when you you go to the community you would subscribe instead of duplicate like there's some there's some things where it's like I can understand not wanting to have to subscribe to it, right? Because yeah. a user, like a like a, a creator, might just do um, something, you know, cool for FigJam, right? Yeah. Where you can use these specific like brainstorming component designs for FigJam. But you're not necessarily going to subscribe to that because it, it's probably not going to be updated, right? Yeah. Like they're not they're not going to update well, that. Here's um, something
1: I would love with this subscription thing. And here, Figma, here's a free money generation idea. <laughs> have subscriptions for design systems that could also be paid so that the people that create them make a few bucks. And if they want to skim off the top like Apple and Google does, that's their prerogative. But, like, the people that yeah. really bust their ass, and it would promote people busting their ass to making and and maintaining design systems and stuff like that cuz like yeah if you're day you know like could you imagine a day job just being like i'm just going to f- make a design system for apple and, and just maintain it and yeah
0: i think that that's coming i think that um paid it rather it's a paid subscription or just paying once i think that's coming like a per- uh,
1: and it could be a a combined model you know premium right. premium design system premium plugins premium right.
0: And people have been the way they've been doing that is they basically upload a file to Figma community and then they they supply links to the website to go pay for like donations pro the pro version mm-hmm. of it right and have it hosted um, off somewhere and I else. I right and I think it would be beneficial for Figma to to put that in to put that sort of ability into the community to where people can pay for. Um, UI kits and and creators can make some money I think I think it's smart that they didn't start off with that because that that was easier to build a community but yeah I think at this point like people are putting a like like Joey here like he this is a lot of work that he put into making all of these iOS components and their their individual variants and he should probably be able to make a buck or two if you know if mm-hmm. if wanted to and maybe it, maybe it is like a donation thing where it's like would you like to make a donation to this specific creator for making this kind of a patreon thing. model kind of thing like a patreon model right and maybe yeah maybe there is a like a level of like okay well you at, a, at zero dollars you can have like a basic file Right, yeah. and you can use this as a design system, and then at another level, you can have a pro level, or, or and then and then maybe like like a, a another level to where it's like, okay, I'm gonna have multiple design systems that I publish, yeah. and you can pay a, a larger subscription. You don't know, have access to that.
1: You but, know, another side that would be kind of cool, especially if it was a subscription, is like almost a. And this is completely off 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 rails from the paid model stuff. But say, hey, I want to go into that iOS file and add some of the stuff that he hasn't done yet. It's like, hey, I could push that to him. It's like, hey, do you want to add that to the main file? Or maybe it's like, oh, like some of the slider, uh, the the ro- you know, table rows, you know, with the sliding stuff. Like I go in and wire those all up because I need to use them in prototypes. Like, well, I just did the work. Everyone else could probably benefit from that, like right. those, those you, know, uh, you know those actions and stuff. It's like, hey, push it up, and then you know, like Joey, the owner of the file, can go like, oh yeah, I like I don't really like how he, how so and so did that. I'm not going to push that to the rest of the subscribers. Oh,
0: so like an open source sort of yeah. uh, owner ability to yeah. to push to push changes. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. like a WordPress model.
1: Yeah, basically so it's like like yeah, because there's That
0: would be cool. because there are that things that cool. are
1: missing from the iOS, you know, like oh yeah. You know, oh
0: yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's uh, he's he's done a lot, but there are some things where it's like and you know one thing that I've noticed is like there's no home kit. Like no one does a home kit UI kit in Figma. Like there's mm-hmm. just nothing. And so it's like it would be nice if I was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, I've added, you know, these home kit components." Uh, within your your you know your UI kit, and maybe yeah. he might go. You know what? I don't really want that in here. Uh, but let's start something new, or let's do you know something else. Or he might be like, Oh yeah, that's super dope. Let me let's pull that in. Yeah. That would be interesting. I
1: wonder. Um, yeah, you definitely would have to have that would be governance. Cool. Governance. To yeah,
0: this. there would have to be governance over that. But I mean, you know, it's it's. They kind of follow the same model as Git, right? With their versioning and branching Well, yeah, because yeah, you can totally like just so, have
1: owner and then admin because you could be like, oh, this right. is a trusted contributor. Mm-hmm. whoever they, you, you can, know, they can they can flag stuff, yay, or right. we can go like major and, revisions. We have to have yeah. a sign off of three or more admins or something like that.
0: Well, not 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 only that, but like you could you could essentially like if you subscribe to a design system and then you want to contribute to it you would create a new branch right and then in that branch you would then so so you could model it after git yeah, right no, I, and I totally get you and you could create a new branch and then push that branch and then really yeah there there could be um, the the main owner of that yeah. specific file could could uh, you know basically say these are the people that could approve mm-hmm. these changes um, or or not like that person could be like I want to be the only person that's approved. Yeah, I mean you just sort of updates give, and changes. Yeah, you, but that's an interesting concept. I never thought about that. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. It, I'd like
1: it, that. It'd really take uh, the community construct to a whole level. Oh yeah, because yeah, you could that, you could because then it would probably condense a lot of the like. There's a million and one iOS. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. but they're all like little parts. Be like mm-hmm. oh we can like merge them, right. get some like, and it would well, probably and, filter it out too, like, a, and a lot.
0: like Apple and Google and Microsoft and Am- like all of them could do the same thing where it's like they could push, uh, uh, you know, Apple could push iOS for Figma. Right. And we could all subscribe to it. And then, you know, there could be, uh, they could create some guidelines around, you know,
1: Contri- new components, you know,
0: contributions and, and things like that, and people could start contributing to Apple's design system for Apple, and then that would be that would be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, th- then it would constantly be updated, um, and Apple could kind of control, you know, how that gets pushed up, and then when it came, you know, maybe they might do like a freeze, so like when a new a new version of iOS comes out, they'll they'll spend some time updating. But then they've got all of these all of these things, um, you know. Now, and so that that also creates a question around maintenance, right? Like, if a new iOS, if if you now have like hundreds of components in this design system uh, that's been contributed over you know a year, uh, then a new OS version comes out and there's some some major redesigns. Uh, so then apple has to go through now and they have to well, update that, all Well that's of where those
1: you'd have to have to your flag layers that. going like once iOS 15 16 whatever hits okay everything all the edits below that have been now like that's that's the truth up until iOS 14 and now anything 14 right. to 15 that's like you take that branch do your tweaks now it's iOS 15 version and all contributing things until the next f- version and then yeah. so you have major flags Then actually the XD flag system where you are the XD uh versioning system where it's like you could go back to oh, several like different milestones yeah, yeah. milestones that's the word. yeah so you just have milestones in there and those are like the major releases where it's like you can no longer I guess,
0: uh, yeah, because, like, I, I'd be, I'm sure that there's a way to do it, like, I, I mean, mean we also, Apple, this idea like, came off the fly out. here, so
1: it's not, like, right. they enter. right, there's, there's I, something yeah. there, though, and it we, may not. yeah, I'm, I'm
0: sure that there's, like, a way to where, like, they go, okay, this, this is, like, a code freeze, right, and we're going to update these components, Um, you know, for whatever. And, and maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe that is like, like they create another branch for iOS 15 and they work on that branch. Um, and and they figure out a way to sort of maybe merge some of those, um, you know, those changes that are made, During that time frame or they do a freeze and say no more contributions as of WWDC, no more contributions until we release iOS 15 and they create a new branch and they do iOS 15 updates and then they push it out to the masses and go, okay, now you all have iOS 15 updates and then go, hey, we're unfreezing contributions. You can now contribute to uh, the design system if there are new uh, things that you don't that you don't have. uh,
1: Things like Apple and Google would have to. Freeze components. Like you can com- contribute. There, there'd be some sticky mess there because you'd be able to yeah. contribute new components mm-hmm. but not edit current components. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah it, it would be. There would be like that weird thing. But I mean, you know, code does that. Like, yeah. <clears throat> if you. If you're building something, uh, and essentially I think the way to solve that would be just to create an iOS 15 branch, right? And then they would work on that, and they could still have all the contributions that they're getting. Um, uh, uh, And at some point, like, there's going to be a slowdown, right, in contributions because iOS, like, that UI kit's going to get a lot, Right, yeah. and there's, there might be a lot when it first hits, but then it's not, and so then,
1: but that's kind Apple
0: of... might create another branch and just update what's existing to iOS fifteen, and then there there would be like some maybe yeah. some catch up towards when, once they release the iOS fifteen, they would then merge maybe any other changes, they would then you know pull those into the branch, the iOS fifteen branch, make those changes, push it back up, and eventually it would make it would make its way to be uh, to where everything would kind of uh, be up to date so I mean there's a there's a way to do that it would just be it would be up to figma to figure out how to create an interface yeah. that allows you to do well, that sort of contributing but I think it's a great idea I yeah. think it would be super dope
1: because so. you you'd I mean if you did your your atomic design right you contribute atoms and you have atoms to play with to build molecules mm-hmm then you can play with the molecules.
0: Yep. Yeah. And you know that would be up to you know the the owner to to define what kind, what those guidelines are. And you know they could just like literally on this community you know uh, UI kit page, there there could be a tab that says contribution guidelines, and then in that the 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 owner can go, okay, this is how we expect your pushes to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't go all willy nilly and start doing some weird stuff. You need to create your own separate branch. You need to. We have the right to not approve. Right. We don't have to. You can use it yourself,
1: but we don't have to necessarily push it to everybody
0: else. Right. And, you know, I mean, and that's the same way, like, uh, uh, development teams will create some agreements around how we, you know, how they write code, how they push code um and and how they they ultimately will you know uh version you know all of the work that they that comes in and out so um yeah i i I think there's probably a way to do it figma would just have to build the the infrastructure for that to be uh available so Mm -hmm. all right well we're gonna wrap it up yeah uh thank you guys for listening yeah (laughs) Yeah. a little extra
1: long long today but no
0: that yeah that's the end of my rants i think we're (laughs) we're all we're all out of of grievances at this moment but uh but yeah thank you for listening and uh we'll we'll hit you up on on episode three we'll probably do some ios beta stuff yes hopefully yeah
1: yeah maybe i'll borrow some google phone and we'll play with google's no yeah no. <laughs> I do like the yeah, Google. We need to talk about Google U. We sometime. do.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, Material U. Yeah. I think we'll, we'll talk about, right. I think we should, we talk about the iOS and Material and kind of compare the two and, and all that good stuff. So, all right. Cool. Well, we'll see you next time.
1: Well, have a good one.